Father God, tonight we bless you. Lord, we praise you, we magnify you, we exalt you. Thank you for being the great God of the universe. You are the God that calls forth light out of darkness. That's who you are. And so, Father God, we thank you that even in this moment, in this hour, in this season, when the world is crumbling and fearful and in despair, you are more than able to bring forth light out of this chaos. And so, Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you because you said the entrance of your light, of your word, it gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And so, Lord God, we bless you, we praise you, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, for being our good, good father and our good, good shepherd. We praise you tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Wonderful. Praise God. Amen. So tonight, I'm going to start from where I left off on Sunday, teaching on the benefits of being seated and using as our text Psalms 23. So on Sunday, I addressed Psalms 23, verse 1, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And by that, we address the fact that God meets our needs, and in Christ, we do not lack. That's benefit number one. In Christ, we do not lack. And so this evening, I want to go a little further. In Psalms 23, in verse 2, it says, It makes me to lie down in green pastures. It leads me besides the still waters. And as we look at this verse this evening, I want to address the fact that Jesus brings into my life and your life as a born-again believer abundance of rest and peace. Hallelujah. It's our rest and it's our peace. And we find the fulfillment of all rest and peace in Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 in verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2 in verse 6 as we move along this evening. Ephesians 2, 6, the Bible says, And he raised us together and made us, that's the two words I want you to see this evening, made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So God made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Because now in our current passage that we are reading today in Psalms 23, Verse 2, we see a similar phrase. Let me read again. It makes me to lie down in green pastures. So in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, we see that God made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. In other words, this is an initiation of God. He made it happen. So in Psalms 23, verse 2, we see that he makes me to lie down in green pastures. In other words, again, it is God's doing. And so as we are in this lockdown season with coronavirus, many of us are doing things now we would never have thought we would do. Now, I'm not implying that God sent coronavirus. Let's get that clear. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I said. In fact, I do not believe that God did that. However, corona is here now. And because it's here now, we are having to grapple and to make adjustments and to change and to, to, to reflect and in all of that reflection, somehow God is allowing us, is making us to make changes. He's making us to think about things we never would have thought about. Amen? So 
in Ephesians 2, 6, he made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And in Psalms 23, verse 2, David, recalling his experience as a shepherd, is saying to us in verse 2 of Psalms 23, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. Now, there are two agricultural terms that a shepherd normally uses to describe green, luxurious pastures. And it is called, number one, milk flow or a honey flow. Two agricultural terms that a natural shepherd uses to describe green, luxurious pastures. A milk flow or a honey flow. And then we see that when God took Israel out of Egypt to the promised land, what did he say to them? He said, I'm taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. Green pastures for me and you represents the promised land of God. The place where you and I rest from our own labors. The place where we cease from striving. The place where we enter into the rest of God. The place where we receive the Prince of Peace, Jesus himself, and it becomes the peace or the shalom of our lives. The reason they call it milk flow and honey flow is because the sheep get so big and the bees produce the most luxurious honey in those areas. Amen? So they call it milk flow because, they, because why? The sheep feed so much on nice, green, luxurious grass, it grows to be so big. And of course, the bees produce the most luxurious honey. Any place where you have luxurious green pasture. So it's the greenest, most luxurious pasture where there's more than enough abundance. Jesus, God introduces himself to, uh, to uh, Abraham. I believe in Abraham. I believe in Genesis. I said Abraham. I believe in Genesis chapter 18. He said, I am the God that is more than enough. In other words, God introduced himself and called himself El Shaddai. So here in Psalms 23 verse 2, we sing God as the great El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. Amen? So Jesus, our good pastor, or rather our good shepherd, makes us to lie down and rest in the promise of the abundance that we have in him. Now, there are four main reasons that causes a natural sheep not to be able to lie down and rest in the green pastures that the shepherd provides. Four reasons. Number one, circumstances that cause the sheep to fear. If there are storms or if the sheep senses danger from predators lurking around, fear and anxiety will cause the sheep not to be able to rest. Number two, sheep are very communal animals. They are social animals. By that I mean they like to get together, they like to be around one another. And so the number two reason for which the sheep will not rest is if there's any friction with other sheep. If there's strife or competition between two sheep, the sheep cannot rest. Number three reasons for which sheep are not able to rest is flies, gnats, or pests surrounding its head. The irritation of the pests around the sheep's head 
keeps the sheep from being able to lie down and rest. And last, and not the least, the reason the sheep will not rest, hunger. Hunger. If the sheep is hungry, it will not lie down and rest. Now, amazingly, amazingly, these are the same four reasons for which we as sheep in our good shepherd's pasture are unable to rest at times. Number one, when we have our mind, when we have on our mind circumstances that are causing us to worry or concern, we are unable to rest. Like right now in this season of lockdown, coronavirus, uh, as of the last count, I think about 32 million Americans are out of work. Businesses potentially may go bankrupt. Uh, our lives changing drastically. And as a result of that, many may have lost their peace. They may be in anxiety, worrying about what the future holds. And as a result, they are unable to rest. Number two, like the sheep, we are unable to rest when we're having friction. If there's an offense, anger, resentment toward another person in our lives, that thing has the tendency to eat you out. Uh, I've heard it said that, for instance, unforgiveness is like uh, drinking poison and expecting the, next, the other person to die. So if you're harboring unforgiveness or some kind of irritation or strife, it is best to get rid of it because if you don't, you will lose your peace and you will not be able to rest. Amen? Number three, on the, for the natural sheep, I said flies, gnats, or pests around the head causes irritation that makes it unable to sleep. Well, for me and you, it is interesting that the Bible calls the devil the Lord of the flies. He's the Lord of the flies. That's one of the names of the devil, okay? Flies that swarm around our heads at times are the lies of the devil. He's a liar and a father of it. And so when we are having neg negative thoughts about ourselves, about God, and about the other people, that's the flies, or the lord of the flies, if you will, or Satan, or the devil, flying around our head, filling our heads with all kinds of negative thoughts that ultimately steal our peace, and therefore, we're unable to lie down and rest. And lastly, number four, when we feel like our basic needs may not be met, how I'm going to put food on the table tomorrow, how I'm going to get gas in my car to drive to work tomorrow. How am I going to pay student, student school fees? And on and on and on. Those thoughts have a way of keeping us from resting. So in the natural, the only time a restless sheep cannot lie down and rest, or rather, no, I said that wrongly. In the natural, the only time a restless sheep can lie down and rest it's when he sees the shepherd. In other words, whenever the sheep who has been restless finally lays his, heart, his eyes on the shepherd, for some reason, calm takes over. Why? Because this sheep knows answer is about to come. And in the same manner for you and I, no matter where you are, whether it's circumstances you are dealing with, whether it's strife, whether, whether it's the lord of the flies, I mean the enemy bringing negative thoughts to your head and to your mind, or perhaps maybe your physical need is not being met, at the mention of the name of Jesus, you know that help has come. Help has arrived. Because the Bible says we should look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and is now sitting at the right hand of the throne of the Father. Amen. So whenever the sheep sees the shepherd, a calmness 
comes over the sheep because it knows that whatever it needs, the sheep will provide. Or rather, the shepherd will provide. The shepherd takes care of whatever the sheep needs and causes the sheep to lie down in green pastures that he has provided. The same thing is true for me and you. When we turn our minds away from the circumstances, when we stop looking at the storms and we begin to look at Jesus and we begin to focus on how much he loves us and how much he cares for us and how much he's prepared for us, the anxiety and the worry will cease. Why? Because of our focus on Jesus and his great love for us. Amen? He's the author and the finisher. Now, let's look at the scripture in Philippians chapter 2, in the Amplified Translation, Philippians 2, 13. Philippians 2, 13, Amplified. Hallelujah. Thank you. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. It is God. It's God that's at work. Whatever the need, whatever, whenever we need peace, whenever we need rest, it is a God that's at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure to bring us into that green pasture where we find rest. In fact, Jesus said in one of the scriptures in the, in the four gospels, in Matthew, I believe, uh, the book of Matthew, he said, come unto me, all of you that are laden and heavy burden." and I will give you rest. So Jesus, our good shepherd, empowers us by his grace to lie down and to rest in the promises of abundance that we have in him. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 15. Give it to me in the Amplified, please. Ezekiel 34, verse 15. Thank you, Jesus. Ezekiel 34, verse 15. I will feed my sheep, and I will cause them to do what? To lie down, says the Lord God. So God is the one that's going to cause me and you, just as that natural shepherd brings that sheep tenderly and makes it to lie down so he can get some rest, God is making the same promise to us. Amen? So whenever we feel lack in our soul, we can simply turn our hearts and thoughts towards him, to his throne of grace, and receive the help and strength we need to trust what he says about us and about our situations. Remember, God is the great El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning from verses 2 through 4 in the NLT. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 2 through 4 in the NLT. Thank you. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Verse 4. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Amen? So 
the bottom line here is, in order for me and you to come into this place of rest and abundance in the peace of God, we must trust God and look unto him as a Jehovah Shalom, the God that is our peace. In John 14, verses 13 and 14, John 14, verses 13 and 14 in the NIV. Give it to me in the NIV, please. Jesus gave us a clue on how to do this. How do I focus myself on him to come into that place of abundance in his rest and in his peace? John 14, 13, NIV. And I will do, I will do whatever you ask in my name. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not John 14. I mean John chapter 4. <laughs> John 4, verse 13 and 14. I'm sorry. John 4, verse 13 and 14. There we go. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Verse 14. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The the, the suggestion there is that you and I should partake of Jesus. How do we partake of him? By dwelling on him, thinking, making our thoughts, focus on who he is, how much he loves us, how much he cares about us, how much he's made a way and prepared for us. We drink of him. And as we do so, he said we will never thirst again. Hallelujah. John 7, verses 37 through 38. John 7. Give that to me as well, please. John 7, verses 37 through 38. To drink of Jesus means to take him in, to accept him, to believe him. Thank you. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. In other words, if anyone wants to take me in, if anyone wants to accept me, if anyone wants to believe me, let him, okay, verse 38 now. <laughs> he who believes in me, there we go. As the scripture has said, out of his heart, we flow the rivers of living water. Verse 39. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him will receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he leads us beside peaceful waters, representing the Holy Spirit, leading me and you into all truth. The Holy Spirit leads you to Jesus, who is the truth, so we can drink from him. Drinking is Jesus is simply acknowledging that, Lord, what you say about me is true. Help me to understand and walk in this truth. Lord, you are my shepherd. I do not lack. You make me to lie down in green pastures. You lead me beside still and restful waters. You restore my soul. So, benefit number one, the Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. Benefit number two, the Lord is my shepherd, and he makes me to lie down in green pastures. And he leads me beside still waters. Now, the still waters, they are representative of that anytime there's any, anything that's unsettling or uh, that's, that's, not, that's not calm, okay, sheep cannot function. So Jesus always leads us into calm. And I want to pray right now, if there's anyone out there who's struggling, you've lost your peace, you're unsettled in your spirit, because you're wondering about how you're going to survive, how you're going to uh, take care of your family, how you're going to get things together, I want you to know that Jesus is your good shepherd. 
in John chapter 10, let me just find it. In John chapter 10, he said to us, he said, by me, that's not, John 10, 9, he said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. But not only that, and we go in and out and find pasture. Amen? The thieves come not except to steal and to kill and to destroy. He said, I have come that they may have life and they will have it more abundantly. So God is not just here to give you life. He wants to give you abundant life. Hallelujah. I want to join my faith with yours this morning or this evening to agree together that whatever it is that's unsettling you, that the God that calls light out of darkness will be the same God that brings calm into the chaos in your life in Jesus' name. And so, Father, I want to thank you right now for every man and woman under the sound of my voice that's listening to this message, that's struggling, that's been unsettled because of the circumstances and all the things that's happening around us. God, you are the good shepherd. You are the good God of all the universe. And so, Father, as the good shepherd, you said that you will make us to lie down in green pastures. You know where the pastures are. You know the, where the solutions are. You know the answers to every problem that we face right now in this season. And so, Father God, in Jesus' name, we cease from our own struggling. We cease from our own striving. We cease trying to put on fig leaves that do not cover. We cease looking for solutions in the wrong places. We cease fretting. We cease being in anxiety. We cease being in despair. My Lord and my God, we will lift up our eyes onto the hills from where's coming our help. Our help, God, we acknowledge. It comes from you. You are the maker of heaven and earth. We thank you this evening, in the name of Jesus, that whatever the circumstance and situation that we find ourselves in, you are the answer. You are the solution. And so, Father God, we are trusting you. We receive that grace to trust you completely. We receive that grace to believe you. And so, Father, we thank you that you are already involved in that situation. And we thank you that we give you full reign, full control. Because it's you that's working in us, both to will and to do for good pleasure. Move in us. Move through us. Bring change, my Lord God. Bring calmness in the name of Jesus. Bring peace in the midst of the storm. Thank you, Father God. Just as you spoke in Matthew chapter 14 when Peter was troubled, you said, come, and peace ruled all over the water. And he was able to walk on water. And so, Father God, in Jesus' name, I speak that peace now to that man, to that woman, to that child. I speak that peace to that situation. I speak peace to that circumstance. I speak peace, peace, Jehovah's shalom of God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you stand still and you see the salvation of the Lord your God, how that God is going to move in your situation and your circumstance to the glory of his name. Thank you, Father God, that you cause us to lie down in green pastures. I pray green pastures for every man and every woman in the name of Jesus, that we do not wander off, but we remain seated in you to the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, all our needs are met. Nothing broken, nothing to be fixed because you're a great God. Thank you, Father God. We bless you, we praise you. And we take authority over the, over the flies that's flying around us, all those negative thoughts. We take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. We're not going down, we're not going under. We're going over, we're making progress in the name of Jesus. Why? Because God has made us more than conquerors through him that loves us. Thank you, Father God, for your enablement. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for you that's at work in us, but to will and to do for good pleasure. Thank you because greater is he that's in us 
than he that's in the world. And so, Father, we celebrate you. We thank you for our victory in you, Lord, and through you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We cast down every imagination and every high thing that exerts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so we are winners. We are reigning. We are not under. We are not going down. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that our destiny is in lockstep with you. Therefore, we thank you because of the union that we have. Thank you, Father God. We are at peace because we've been justified by faith. And therefore, we have peace. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Thank you, Papa. We honor you tonight. We bless you that we do not lack and that we rest in your abundance and in your peace to the glory of your name. In Jesus' mighty and majestic name, we have prayed. Amen. And so if you join us tonight and paradventure, you are not born again. I always want to give it our opportunity because if you don't know Jesus, then you really don't know peace. He is the Prince of Peace. He's the one that brings peace into every heart, into every storm, into every unresting situation. And so I offer you Jesus tonight. He's the answer you're looking for. He's the solution you need. Everything else will fail, but Jesus is the only one that will be, that, that will be standing. Amen? And so if you want to receive Jesus tonight, I just want to lead you in a very simple prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your son, Jesus. Your word says if I confess the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart, that you raised him from the dead, that I shall be saved. And so, Lord, I made that confession right now. I believe in the Lord Jesus, that he took my sins upon himself and in an exchange gave me his righteousness. And so, Father God, I receive and accept that gift of eternal life, the gift of your righteousness through faith in your son, Jesus. And therefore, I am saved and born again. Thank you, Father, for this glorious opportunity to become one of your sheep and part of your fold in the name of your son Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for the gift. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you said a prayer, I want to welcome you to, to the family of God, to the kingdom of God, where everyone is a winner. Amen. You are now part of the fold. You are a sheep in God's pasture. And so please let us know. Contact us at walkfundusa.org, W-O-C-F-A-N-U-S-A.org. So we can pray with you further. We can give you further instructions on how you can grow in your newfound faith. Again, that address on the website is wocfanusa.org. Walkfanusa.org. And until next time, we love you. God bless you. Stay safe. And the plague will not come down your dwelling place, nor the death angel into your household in Jesus' name. See you again on Friday at 12 noon. God bless.